Hello, I'm Debs. And I'm Hannah, and welcome to The Write-Off, a podcast for the everyday writer. Even if you don't write every day. Whether you're hoping that what you're working on will one day be a Sunday Times bestseller, or you're simply putting words on the page for the pleasure of it, The Write-Off is a podcast for every writer on the journey. You might be squeezing your writing time in around multiple jobs or childcare, or even just around the ebbs and flows of your own enthusiasm. But we're here to say, us too. Hello and welcome to Series 3, Episode 2 of the Write-Off Podcast with Hannah and Debs. I hope you're all well and that the writing's going well. How are you getting on, Hannah? Um, Not amazingly, I'll be honest. I'm in a bit of a rut at the moment and there's been a lot of life going on and I've kind of used that as an excuse to sort of not do much. But Mm. I'm just not going to worry about it too much and getting my head about it I'm just gonna allow myself a bit of thinking time that's what I'm working on at the moment my thinking time <laughs> Man. yeah I've had a lot of life admin as well just been busy and good thinking time is a good thing to do <laughs> when you don't have any other time yeah so oh, speaking of thinking time we were thinking about what to do for this episode and Um, The reason we are doing an episode about writing advice is because I was talking to you, Hannah, about a bit of writing advice that I liked. I was trying to look it up at where I'd I'd actually heard it from, but I think it was actually from another podcast, um, Desert Island Discs. So there's an author being interviewed on Desert Island Discs, and one bit of advice they gave was be surprising. And I remember thinking, I don't know why, but it just sat like it rang true with me immediately. And I was like, oh, I like that. But I was thinking of it from like, a dialogue perspective and when I said it to you you were like "Mm, that kind of that leaves me a bit cold um and I could totally see why um so for me it was like be surprising in the way that say there's kind of a bit of dialogue where someone says I'm sorry and then the other person goes no no I'm sorry (laughs) (laughs) or like obviously that's a really simplistic way of describing it but when you kind of come to expect what's going to happen next it becomes really boring for the consumer the viewer the reader whatever so I really liked it from that perspective but then I thought if you look at the advice be surprising from the perspective of just storytelling in general you could interpret that as just shock for shock's sake yeah and so anyway that led me and you to discussing advice and how how different bits of advice sit well or not so well with different writers I think it's just like anything to do with writing it's so subjective isn't it and it's like that piece of for example that piece of writing advice be surprising you took something really positive away from it and when you said it to me it just made me feel panicky like it made me feel like like it was a literary equivalent of someone going be interesting (laughs) you know with like made me like freeze in fear and be like I'm not interesting ah you know and it's like (laughs) obviously that was probably just the way I felt on the day and I'm sure I could you know if I actually sat down with that and gave it some real thought I could find something useful out of that advice but then exactly should you should like is good advice something where you'd have to sit down and really really look at that piece of advice before it has an effect on you because then it's probably not for you yeah (laughs) well yeah because like the be surprising thing I guess I saw it as like you know people in life surprise you and you don't know what they're gonna say next hopefully if life is interesting so in that way 
it is good writing. It's like, it's like, and it's the same with action. When a character does something that you're not expecting, it is a good read. Yeah. Do you know what you've done, Deb? You've reframed it for me. So <laughs> maybe think differently about that piece of writing advice. Excellent. Um, <laughs> and I wish I knew who said it. But anyway, so that was the reason for this episode is to talk about advice from, I guess, established writers and how it influences us or doesn't. Yeah. I think like um, there's often things to do with like writing rules banded around. And Mm. um, for me, kind of like writing advice falls into that category of like do and don't you know, the ways that you should be writing and the ways that you shouldn't be writing. And that's true. I mean, I suppose it's like any piece of advice. You can take from it what you need and leave behind what you don't. Yeah. But sometimes I get a bit hung up on, I think I've probably done this my entire life, I get a bit hung up on trying to do it right. Like you say, it's subjective. Everyone's different. I think every writer is different, but then every piece of writing is different and everyone has different tastes. So... There's no one set thing that everyone should be following because there's no one there's no one set thing that every single writer who is a, an established successful writer is doing. They all do it differently. Yeah, well, that's true. And I think often when like advice is delivered as a kind of like a truth, as like Stephen King's writing book, there's loads of amazing advice in there, and I definitely read that and kind of drank it all in. But then there were points that like kind of grated against me as well. Um, because like anybody handing out their sort of like wisdom there are going to be things that work in a really binary way for them for example him being like a really fast writer he wants to write fast you know he wants to be fresh so it's just got to come out in a big fast stream of consciousness well for a long time after I read that book I felt a bit like I was a bit of a fail not a failure in I mean I felt like oh maybe I'm not doing this right because I just can't write fast it's frustrating sometimes. I wish that I was like filling pages and pages of my Word document every day, but I'm just not. But <laughs> <laughs> well, I totally get that. That feeling of that you're talking about with advice where actually the advice makes you panic rather than gives you some good guidance. Yeah. For example, get up early or it's, th- it's things that actually sometimes make me feel guilty yes you're right where I should be doing this I should be doing that especially if it's something like you should be reading three books a week I guess it all comes back to really the theme of the writer podcast which is that we don't have any freaking time yeah I know (laughs) (laughs) oh but it's like that thing of like you get told oh you know you should be reading all the time you should be soaking it all in you should be a sponge for words sponge for words except if you're writing in that case don't read any words because they'll read they'll like leak into your words and then you'll just be writing someone else's words and then and then you just start being like oh my god that's it and 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 that's the thing is that advice from different people contradicts each other like um switch off the internet or use the internet there's always someone who has a different opinion on the way it should be done yeah I suppose it's like um a lesson in just doing you (laughs) you do you (laughs) so is there any advice that you don't like well I looked at a bit of um, advice I do and don't like on the internet Um, (laughs) 
And there's one from Leo Tolstoy, which I think makes the point that we just made, because he says, in the morning, one's head is particularly fresh. The best thoughts most often come in the morning after waking while still in bed or during a walk. I agree that maybe your freshest thoughts come when you're in bed in the morning, but I usually have a toddler jumping up and down on me. (laughs) Or I agree that it would be lovely to have your best thoughts about writing on a walk. A gentle stroll. Yeah, but I've got a full-time job. So (laughs) (laughs) it's that kind of thing where you're getting advice from a writer who who does writing for a living. Exactly. And that person gets to choose exactly when in their day is going to be the best, most lucrative time for writing rather than having no choice but to cram it in wherever you can. In the same vein, when I was sort of doing a bit of research for this podcast and sort of asking the Internet what the most common advice it was that was given to writers, it was always write every day. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, And on the one hand, I understand that basic principle because I ascribe to it, which is that, you know, your writing is like a muscle. So you need to keep using it regularly for it to, to be like toned and honed and working at its most efficient. Yeah. But also it's just simply not realistic. I don't think it's realistic even for people who are doing nothing but writing you know that's literally their bread and butter I mean maybe I'm wrong maybe some people do maybe some people literally need to empty their brains and they would do that in some form but I resent that advice because again it's another one that makes me feel bad because I'm like oh I don't do that so therefore am I a bad writer what I hope is that when you're an established like say in 10 years time you've got a couple of novels out you're being interviewed on your writing advice that you're going to give to people. I really hope you say something like that. But write when you can and keep flexing that muscle, but on a realistic timescale. Sometimes when I think of myself as a writer and and like in my mind's eye, I just imagine myself as a slug. (laughs) (laughs) That sounds really negative. What I mean is it's like, I, I can't, I just, I'm just not designed to go fast and and be like um streamlined I've just yeah, but not everyone is Donna Tart she writes a book every 10 years yes I know so I'm yeah I'm just gonna I'm just gonna be the Donna Tart of my town <laughs> <laughs> well someone's got me <laughs> so on my search for advice I've got some good ones as well okay C.S. Lewis so show don't tell um is obviously something we all know but I really like his way of describing show don't tell because I think he shows it rather than tells it he says don't use adjectives which merely tell us how you want us to feel about the thing that you're describing I mean instead of telling us a thing was terrible describe it so that we'll be terrified don't say it was delightful make us say delightful when we've read the description you see all these words horrifying wonderful hideous exquisite are only like saying to your readers please will you do my job for me oh i love that one i like that that piece of advice show don't tell sometimes when i hear that i 
get a bit panicky because I think, oh, what, what do you mean? What do you mean? And it's only because I've got that natural nervousness that my own writing isn't good enough. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And I think, um, I think it especially applies to things like first drafts. In the first draft, you probably are telling rather than showing. But then that's what reworking is for. Like, that's what editing is for for you to kind of like see that clunky writing and ask yourself, oh, right, how can I actually show, show this to my reader yeah. without cramming loads of adjectives down their throats? <laughs> <laughs> You're right. It's definitely, it's definitely a job for the, for the second draft, isn't it? Because it's, that's when you're like sprink, sprinkling the magic on. And I think the showing is part of the magic. Have you come across any advice you love? finding fellow writers that you can share your work with and who will give you proper critical feedback that isn't just a an ego massage is is one of the best best pieces of advice I was given as a writer and actually it was not always easy to do and I recognize that um but if you can find a group of people even if it's just one or two people who you know whose opinions you trust and who can give you that really clear-sighted um you sort of take on your work then that is kind of it's yeah I would say that is some of the best advice that I was given because it's invaluable speaking of um that I've got one of the other bits of good advice that I found was from Margaret Atwood so she said ask a reading friend or two to look at your book before you give it to anyone in the publishing business you can never read your own book with the innocent anticipation that comes with that first delicious page of a new book because you wrote the thing. You've seen, you've been backstage. You've seen how the rabbits were smuggled into the hat. This friend should not be someone with whom you have a romantic relationship unless you want to break up. <laughs> yeah. Okay. I love that. Margaret Atwood. She's very right. <laughs> <laughs> do, you, do you share with um, your partner? No, God. No. <laughs> and actually, he does. Um, he does stand-up comedy, and he doesn't share his. He won't like share his writing process with me either. So I think that's really interesting. Sometimes we can be sitting like opposite each other with our laptops open, and then kind of like scrolling away, and like you know, I could chuckle at something, or he could chuckle at something, and if I'm like, "What was that?" He'll be like, "Nothing." <laughs> but it ta- doesn't it take a writer to understand that a writer doesn't want to share their work whereas like my husband isn't a writer and I think he would put like and I don't share my work with him and he must be a bit like maybe she's not very good <laughs> but it's just uh it's not finished yet and it never is and therefore I never want oh. to see it yet um, honestly I think like you know obviously it's not brain surgery but like it's, it's I think there's like it's wildly brave to be like I have finished this book and it is good enough for like you know the, for anyone to read but like let alone for like you to be like I think it's good enough to be in Warpstones like <laughs> you know what I mean but of course like you should like you should have that faith in your own work and I'm, I'm not I don't mean to sound really negative I I, I think that's amazing but um, yeah, th- there's a reason why <laughs> kind of like hiding from being like, oh no, don't look over here. Okay, that, what you've just said has made me start Googling frantically because 
I'm sure that the late great Hilary Mantle said something really similar. So Hilary Mantle said, the most helpful quality a writer can cultivate is self-confidence, arrogance if you can manage it. You write to impose yourself on the world and you have to believe in your own ability when the world shows no sign of agreeing with you. So we actually threw this question out to our write-off listeners on Instagram. Have you had any good writing advice and or have you had any bad writing advice? And it was interesting what people came back with. One of our listeners reminded me of a piece of bad advice, I think, um, that is um, to write what you know. I think that you hear that all the time, but it's such a limiting statement, isn't it? It also just kind of like contradicts what it is to be a writer, which is to harness the power of your imagination. Yeah, but then I guess it also depends on how you interpret it. So write what you know, it's quite vague. Yeah. What do you mean? Write what you know about history, write what you know about food or write what you know about things that you've experienced in your life or write what you know about love but the advice write what you know doesn't elaborate so you don't you know it depends on how you interpret it you could be really literal yeah so it isn't that helpful and actually this same listener Catherine she had one of her like bad pieces of writing advice is exactly what we've just been talking about which is that you should write every day yeah <laughs> thank us. you Catherine we agree <laughs> that's bad advice you know another right sorry another listener has said um that they don't like the advice write every day and they've also said so much of writing is thinking walking reading and doing yes exactly thank you joanna thank you joanna because that's actually what i was saying at the very beginning of this podcast at the moment the only space i've got for my manuscript and my edit is just to be thinking about it yeah I'm not doing much walking or doing. Or reading. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I I do try and go to bed and read, but the book I'm reading at the moment ends up like on my face with dribble on it. (laughs) Um, And then another listener here, um, her piece of her best writing advice was that you can't edit a blank page. And actually... I think if you're going to take any piece of advice, that is kind of like up there with number one, because I think so often you can get hung up on whether or not what you're going to write is good or whether what you've started writing is any good. I mean, that's the ultimate like downfall of all writers, right? Is the kind of battle that you have with your own head telling you that what you're doing isn't good. But you cannot... (laughs) fix something that doesn't exist someone's answered the question advice you don't like um and I think that this summarizes it perfectly and it's all absolute advice when I first started I got hung up on so many writing do's and don'ts yeah I mean that's essentially exactly what we're talking about you know obviously I'm not saying that you shouldn't take on writing advice because you should but I definitely think there's a skill to knowing what works for you and what you can kind of like leave. And then concentrating instead on the things that you, you gain something positive from yeah. and get inspired by. 
Yeah. I actually found a quote when I was researching this chat we were going to have today. And I think it's quite a good one to end on. Um, And it's Ernest Hemingway. And he said about writing advice, we are all apprentices in a craft where no one ever becomes a master. Oh, perfect. Yeah. What I like about that is it's almost like someone said, what advice can you give on writing? And he said, well, none of us are masters. So don't take my advice. Go and do your thing. I might have interpreted that wrong, but that's (laughs) that's what I'm going to take from it. (laughs) I like your interpretation, Dad. It was Ernest Hemingway saying, you do you. And I think that is a brilliant one to end this episode on. So thank you, everyone, for listening to this episode. I've enjoyed this chat. And thank you, Hannah. Oh, thanks, Jeb. I'm going to go and apply some of that writing advice (laughs) when I get a chance. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Good luck with your writing, everyone. Good luck with your writing. If you have enjoyed today's episode, then please do subscribe, rate and review us. It helps people to find us and every listen and download to our little podcast really does make a difference and we really do appreciate it.